Sati is in US, probably not in as cold conditions as me and Kostovaran, uh, but he's been following Rooney's career ever since it started, and he has a, quite a few interesting takes on Rooney. Uh, Rohit is the man in UK who has eyes and ears all over Manchester, so much so that I guess it makes uh, Alex quite proud. And Kostov is here with me in Delhi in this chilly, chilly weather. And of course, he's our own in-house football mini-pedia, as he likes to call himself. Mini-pedia. Not Wikipedia. Yeah, absolutely, man. And by the way, did you guys say your weather is colder than mine? <laughs> I think... Ro- Rohit, I guess you're going to be the one who takes away the cake for the for being in the coldest weather. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's 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 freezing towards the end of Jan and in February where I am in Scotland right now. So, uh, yep. But hey, my heart is warm because United are at the top of the table. Um, and I think today we're going to discuss somebody who is not new to the to the concept of winning big and winning big with United. Absolutely. You know, think about it, Rudy. Mercurial talent rocked the Euros. Loved smashing Arsenal, record club, club goal scorer for club and country, and is now a full-time football manager. Are we getting old, or has he moved too fast in his career? I feel like I'm some 85 or something when I uh, look at the fact that he's the manager. But then I realize I'm just 23, about to turn 24. It's pretty sad. Yeah, me too. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm growing really old now. Um, I was just re- remembering yesterday when that announcement came out. Um, my face, first uh, memory of Wayne Rooney was when he scored that goal against Arsenal for Everton. And uh, he was a 16-year-old on, I think, 80 pounds a week. That was his salary at the time. And when he scored that goal against David Seaman, um, that was, okay, that, that, that's a kid to watch. And then uh, uh, a few months later, there was that, that, that banner at Old Trafford from that, from that kid who said, uh, sign signed Rooney uh, to Sir Alex and a uh, few months later he was rocking up at Old Trafford and, and scoring a hat-trick on his, on his Champions League debut and now here we are uh, record uh, goal scorer for Man United um, finished up, went off to Everton and now he's hung up his boots as well and he's taking on a man- managerial career which is no surprise but uh, what a career, yeah, outstanding Yeah, and you know, um, his debut is something that uh, I don't think any of us can forget. The sort of impact that he had, uh, that sort of raw Wayne Rooney, uh, something that I know Sati loves a lot. Yeah, the thing the thing that epitomizes Rooney for me is that Newcastle goal, like where he was about to be taken off and he had an argument with the referee or something and then he took all of his frustration on that ball. Like that, that epitomizes Rooney, right? Like he almost like as a fan, like he shows like 
if i'm if i'm playing for man united that's the way i would play like run everywhere defend defend like run every blade of the grass defend everything like that's what rooney is for me like i grown i became a man united fan even before rooney but he's the one who idolized when i was growing up and it it feels it makes me feel old like thinking he's already retired i i don't know for some reason i really liked uh, that initial rooney a lot more than that evolved sophisticated rooney that we saw towards the end of his career it was a rawness to him it was like a boxer trapped inside a footballer you know ready to just smash everything referee opponent at football whatever came his way uh, but do you think uh, he he gets the respect uh, rohit uh, that uh, his achievements deserve uh, well rudy was uh, was always a brilliant player right um, and if you you look at his career i feel that there was always a case for him to probably have scored 300 or 350 goals for man united if he always played as the out and out striker but he sacrificed himself at times also dropped into midfield dropped into deeper roles um you know when robert robin van persie came into to to manchester united he stepped a little bit back also yeah let him take a little bit this the goal scorer's mantle but still support him supported him so for me always when i look at wayne rooney being the record goal scorer of manchester united i respect him for that but i respect him even more for being an outstanding team player yeah nobody really understands the true influence of wayne rooney on the youngsters at manchester united when they were coming through the academy uh, nobody also really understands that that um, that inspiration that he has on in people on on mercy side yeah where he grew up grew up he set such a outstanding example for them to come from nothing to building that that amazing career that he's achieved so i don't think that many people really give him the the true respect that he deserves you know in in 2010 2011 time i used to say the the three greatest for me at the time was was the the battle between uh, ronaldo messi uh, and and rooney people used to to say he's probably somewhere in the in the top 15 or top 20 in the world but for me he was he was third best because he would cover every blade of grass yeah and there's also something about the the psychology of wayne rooney right um, the mentality i remember one game where he was he was doing really well you know uh, he had a strong run of games and and sir alex as always um uh, used to have him on edge used to always say the best wayne rooney is the wayne rooney is on edge and we weren't really doing well against that against fulham that game he bought him on first he benched him to infuriate him and trigger him and then he bought him on in the 70th minute and rooney scored an absolute wonder goal uh you know using a defender bending the ball past him uh, coming in cutting in from the left so um he always had that something to give manchester united and he always had that something to give England as well and uh, that's why for me he would be one of the the greatest if not the greatest at least in my lifetime uh, uh from start to finish a career that I've seen at Manchester United yeah Costa you wrote a wonderful piece uh, earlier today on Wayne Rooney and how it was his flaws that really made him made him love us a little more Yeah I mean it was I simply just don't care if he gets enough credit by maybe first fans liverpool fans chelsea fans or whatever i simply don't care because rooney is just one of those characters that uh unless and until you don't support 
uh, Man United, you can't really understand what Dwayne Rooney was. Almost a bit like uh, Jose Mourinho. We see him going to clubs and the clubs that he hasn't managed, those clubs don't really understand what he is. I think it's quite similar for what Rooney is because as, as, as I wrote in the article and you just said that he had these flaws which were a part of his personality but uh, unlike what we've seen after let's say 2011 or 2012 uh, we've got the social media age where everything is protected or everything's very very sanitized if a player does something wrong um, all of those wrongs get covered up uh, to just showcase this image of that footballer being a perfect individual when no individual is perfect I mean, Rooney's image was such that it embraced the fact that he has flaws. And that's what we love about him because we all know the fact that he did quite a wrong thing, quite a lot of wrong things. And I think every footballer does that. I think Harry Kane does that as well, as much as people can call him a perfect uh, ambassador for the English game. He might be that, but even he's got flaws in his own personality. And I think Rooney had that. And because he came from an era where uh, you didn't have a lot of marketing going on or a lot of commercialism going on. In fact, it just, that era was just starting off at that time. He came from an era where you didn't have uh, you didn't have social media or agents talking about uh, issuing apologies on Twitter, posting Instagram stories saying that I didn't do it, and just saying things that which are basically wrong and just done for PR purposes. Rooney never did that. It was every single good thing that he did was out in the open and just about every wrong thing that he did was out in the open as well. So I think it made him just a very genuine character. I think when someone is as genuine as someone like Wayne Rooney or maybe Diego Maradona as well, I think that sort of establishes a very unique image of a footballer and in fact for a human being as well. So I think that that nature of him can only be understood by my United fans or maybe even Everton fans. You know, Kostov, somewhere in London, if Jose is yeah. listening to this pod, he is going to be having a cheeky response for that comparison with Wayne Rooney. I don't care about Jose these days, so he can say whatever he wants. <laughs> Rohit, you've been to a lot of games at Old Trafford. Uh, were you ever privileged enough to see Wayne Rooney live? No, unfortunately, no. Um, he had he had left the season just before I I, I showed up there myself. Uh, yeah, one of my 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 big regrets, of course, not being able to see Wayne Rooney live, right? But uh, in in many ways, right, I was privileged to watch him for so many years from from uh, from all over the world, but Manchester. And while I haven't seen him in the flesh, um, I mean, he he. He always he always said, right, uh, no matter what he did. So uh, seeing that mercurial rise, you know that that uh, that Champions League hat trick on his debut, uh, to see that amazing overhead kick that he scored against uh, Manchester City in the derby in two thousand and eleven, um, to see that amazing long range goal that he scored even under David Moyes, you know I think it was against West Ham from the half uh, from the halfway line that Newcastle goal. All those amazing things, including watching him lift the uh, the Champions League in two thousand and eight, where he was such an immense part of that side, um, and the forty goal season—I think it was thirty-five or forty goal season—that he had after Ronaldo left, 
always standing up there, right? Uh, you know, pretty much he's. I think he's won everything with with Manchester United, barring maybe the FA Cup. Oh, he's won the FA Cup also. Uh, apologies, but I mean he's done everything. So I have no regrets uh, on that side. But yeah, it would have been great to see him in the flesh. Yeah, and we all remember his contribution in that FA Cup final. You know, uh, when Alan Pardew was doing his silliness on the touchline, it was Wayne's run uh, that got us back into the game. Uh, but uh, Sadi, uh, you followed United for a large number of years now. Have you ever seen a player who's been as critical of Sir Alex uh, publicly as uh, Wayne Rooney has been, especially in terms of tactics? You know, tactics, maybe you can say Roy Keane sometimes has been critical about after his playing career. But yeah, Rooney kind of uh, remember the 2010-11 where he was not happy with the club's management after Ronaldo left. We kind of didn't make enough signings. I think if it, if I'm wrong, not wrong, I think it was Ozil who uh, Rooney wanted at United. So there were there were a couple few times right like he went he went against uh, what Sir Alex said I remember he, Alex even dropping him for that Real Madrid game uh, I think it was the Van Persie season where he was dropped but on the whole I think they had some kind of um, issues with the relationship but on an, on an, on overall I think Sir Alex was able to get the best out of him Rooney like he know what points to kind of trigger him like how to trigger him and how to get the best of him. And I think he succeeded in that. And even, I think Rooney also said the same thing, I think last year when he was talking to Sky Sports or someone saying that he knew how to get the best out of me. And just to add to what uh, you were saying about the Fulham game, was uh, like uh, the FA Cup final also. Yeah, I do remember that uh, Maisie run, uh, the, uh, the goal which matters scored. And I was also like, uh, to add something else, I was lucky to watch Wayne Rooney live. Uh, he came to Detroit on a preseason game and I watched him live. So that's one of the most memorable moments for me as an United fan. Nice. So at least somebody in this call has seen uh, Rooney live then. Okay. Uh, he's now stepping into management. He's got a wealth of experience in terms of observing somebody like Sir Alex. Uh, I'm going to come to you first as our in-house football expert. Uh what have you seen so far in his temporary stint with Derby to suggest that uh, there's a way that Rooney likes his team to play? I think I've not exactly seen him live. From what I've read and stuff is that he likes to keep his midfield compact and make sure that a bit like, let's say, what Steven Gerrard is doing at Rangers in the sense that they like to, let's say, play two or three uh, midfielders that stay compact in the middle of the park and the rest of the players either attack from advanced areas, uh, let's say from the striker's position or let's say from the wide areas. It's it's very similar to what Gerard is doing at Rangers, which many people say is similar to Liverpool, but it's very slightly different. But yeah, I think they've got a pretty good defensive record because of it, because under their former manager, Philip Koku, they were, uh, there were disciplinary issues among the squad and they were conceding a lot of goals, largely because it was a transition period because Philip Koku is more of that possession-based manager, comes from, from the Netherlands. I think he managed some of his teams against United as well. But yeah, it was an adaptation period period for the Derby team and it all went downhill with the disciplinary issues. But Rooney's come in and he's sort of got them back to basics in a sense. And it's not, let's say, as... Um, possession-based as Philip Koku's team can be. But, yeah, it's 
it's at least helped them get back on track and it's a case of now uh, going from strength to strength like uh, Gerard Rangers did because they pretty much couldn't do much for two seasons had these inconsistent spells in Scotland and then are now absolutely dominating and flying away with with the title running away from Celtic so i think uh, for Rooney as well i think there will be a bit of a this let's say a barren spell but after that if he rides by that i think um he can easily let's say challenge for promotion because he has a plan there and derby have let's say over the last maybe 10 years they've had this tradition of always being around the top six so yeah, i think uh if he's allowed let's say the sort of time that he needs he can certainly come close to doing what lampard uh tried to do at that you know it's interesting that you mentioned uh, about lampard and derby um uh, as listening to jamie carragher uh, speaking at i think it was around 2 weeks back uh when he talked about players of his generation not wanting to drop down Uh, and manage in lower leagues or manage in another league yeah. uh, they were more keen on going straight and managing bigger clubs because uh, that's the environment they had spent so much time in so yeah. what sort of challenges do you uh, think that rooney is going to encounter um, you know managing full time in the championship the pressures that come every year uh, with the promotion campaign the uns- you know it's derby county as good a club as it is uh, Uh, it's a club that will lose players it's not something that uh, yeah. uh, he would have been used to in the majority of his playing career so as to speak yeah i think firstly for the championship uh, the issue that many managers face and i think marcelo bielsa faced as well in the first season is that there's so many games in the championship and they are played in a very very limited time it's something that rooney might have never uh, experienced before because he's he's more let's say conditioned to play in the premier league play 38 games and the european games but in the championship you've got 40 odd um these championship games you've got just the uh league cup fixtures so it's it's it can be pretty tough for managers who've never managed there to get accustomed to this new fixture format and championship is actually a pretty underrated league when it comes to competition because they play their games so quickly and the nature of play is let's say much more physical and frenetic than the premier league so it's it's a completely different experience and secondly i think it's about the quality of the players as well because he's i know he's he was a player before there and he played against us of course but it's, it's the the standards of that and the standards that he came up with that let's say everton or man united are completely different and he's someone who's more used to uh playing at the very top level playing in the upper echelons of Europe or playing in the upper echelons of English football i think it's a completely different experience but i think yeah it's it's about uh taking time with it and giving and being given the right sort of time to get used to uh this sort of an environment i think as i said gerard had to do that took it took him about two or three seasons to not challenge for titles although at liverpool he didn't quite do that for many years but yeah i think uh it's it takes a while but yeah most of them get used to it with you've been following the united's uh, youth teams for, for quite a while now um 
and you followed them quite closely when you were living in Manchester. Uh, can you think of maybe a couple of players who are currently in the youth system who could do with a loan spell at Derby and learn a bit from Rooney? Um, look, I'm not so well versed with how Derby play technically, right? Um, so purely on on players who will who will benefit from things like mentality, right, and his coaching. Um, I would say that uh, this young striker, uh, Charlie McNeil, right, um, who's got a ridiculous scoring record. I can think that he could probably go there and do a uh, a loan spell that would teach him. First of all, or continue to hone his already really strong uh, striking and finishing instincts uh, under Rooney. Uh, and the other part of it is also building mentality. You know that kind of ha- hungry uh, mentality. You know, I love the coaching setup at United right now. Even though there is a, a need for a defensive coach uh, to, to 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 help us, we may be lacking a real hungry lion mentality that we kind of had in Rooney when he was. He he came through at eighteen, nineteen years old. You know that uh, that also that that skinhead Rooney who was really fighting for every ball. You know that that kind of thing. So I think that uh, that Charlie McNeil could be one one who would really benefit from going over there. Um, the other one who I who I see could go there is uh, probably from one of the midfielders. Yeah, it could be Garner or or, or Levitt. Yeah. Um, good opportunity for them to go all there also and learn. Remember, Rooney was good. At dropping into those midfield positions, um, they may be able to benefit from from his coaching. But I see it more from a from a from a te- not so much from a technical side for them, but more again from that mentality side and 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 building the the correct mindset of how to to develop a footballing career. Yeah, and maybe even someone like Mechibri, you know, um, there've been these sort of vague question marks around his temperament uh, this season. Uh, some time in the championship with Rooney as a mentor. What do you think? Um, <laughs> I'm I'm not sure how much I I I'm I'm not really too worried about what's being said about uh, Hannibal because there is a certain amount of of um, ignorance in 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 mentality when you are at that age, right? Where you make mistakes, right? Um, and I I don't think that he is a profoundly uh, a profoundly arrogant kid. He's got a, a crazy bags of talent in him as well. Um, probably the most talented kid coming through uh, through the through the youth system right now at United. But I think that that's that's somebody who needs to be watched and and managed a little bit more and given guidance from somebody like Ole, yeah, um, for for what he is is capable of. Absolutely, um, Sati. In terms of, uh, you know, you've seen the coaching setup, you've seen uh, former United players go into management. Uh, what do you think is is the pitfall that Rudy needs to be careful of and learn from the mistakes that uh, are not so successful uh, ex-players have made? I think the first thing is, like, he, he's, in, he's in a critical... Like, I'm... Derby are in like a critical situation, right? Right now, there were also rumors they might go into administration if they don't if they don't sell some of the ring players. So that's one thing I'm worried for Rooney. Like he might not get enough time, or he might not have enough players to turn things around. I think Derby right now are in relegation battle. Uh, I think the, the form has considerably improved once Rooney took over. 
but i think he has to be careful as kaustav was mentioning maybe the initial couple of years uh, he should be careful like he should just build the what you call kind of it a team which is going to fight um stuff trying for promotion i know derby have been close to promotion last couple of times and they fumbled it away uh but maybe it's like almost like rooney is again starting from scratch because the, the situation in derby is not that not that good so i, I would like to rooney stay at derby for two or three years uh, take some time instead of more in uh, instead of immediately moving to a premier league club gain more experience and i would like i would love him to get a promotion with derby uh because they they've been trying for i think 3 or 4 years derby have been very close for to promotion and they fumbled it so and uh, yeah as i said like i i don't follow derby much or how they play uh maybe it's it's a good time to start looking into them like how how rooney is doing as a manager but yeah i think i hope he gets time and hope he gets them promoted yep so before we wrap up uh what is that one managerial meeting uh you would like to see or one you know rival manager we would like to see rooney lock horns with especially and and see the old angry rooney come up against that manager derby versus chelsea probably in a cup competition or something i would love to see derby because chelsea derby versus chelsea and chelsea is lampard is ex derby manager it would be good or also even yeah that would be a good thing what about you rohit i agree i think uh, that's exactly the first one that i thought of uh, um and uh, you know judging by the way chelsea are playing the football these days with uh, their attacking lineup uh, square pegs and round holes um yeah it would be nice to see wayne rooney pull one over lampard kostum are you going to say jose mourinho again on this one <laughs> No, I was about to say that, but I'll probably change it because too much hate for the man. I'll probably go with uh, Steven Gerrard. I know Rangers and Derby can't exactly play against each other, but I think Gerrard is someone who'll probably move to the Premier League in the future because because of what he's done at Rangers. So I think since he was a Liverpool legend of the same time and United uh, Rooney was a United legend of the same time, them playing against each other, albeit maybe with different clubs, I think will be pretty special. Be like. make me feel as if i'm turning into 100 year old instead of being 85 <laughs> on that note let's wish rudy all the very best as he goes into batsman and who knows maybe a decade down the line we'll be talking of him as a united you can, you can probably see but we're in no rush after, for after after ole <laughs> yeah. wins couple of premier league titles and he might say be patient with your next manager and the next manager might be rooney who knows or oh. maybe make him assistant <laughs> and then after he leaves And also, before we wrap up, I know Rooney's career at Everton and United have been talked about, but even at DC United, like he he was he was brilliant, like in MLS, he yeah. had he had a great time in MLS. Like him and Ibra played at the same time. Ibra got all the applause because of how he behaves and everything. But Rooney was equally equally important and equally good for them for them. He was really good for MLS. There's one goal uh, he set up for MLS, which kind of epitomizes again Rooney. You might you guys might have seen that goal. just wanted to bring that up yeah, yeah i think yeah. i think you're you're talking about the one where he runs back yeah, uh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was against up. atlanta i was i was so pissed off at the players because they were not celebrating with roni so that's how much i love roni he <laughs> 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 even made me follow mls game so mls football usually crap but i kind of followed them <laughs> 
and sati you're making us all dream by saying that you know one day oli could be making a speech stand by your new manager and turns out it's really yeah. <laughs> we can dream at least we can dream we you can dream 21 we had eight we had eight we, can, I mean, we had eight off for yes shashank so maybe we can dream again we can i mean in 2010 uh, i don't know how many united fans would have thought 2020 it could be oli we will be relying on uh, to come and resurrect us uh, so football is a funny game yeah any final thoughts kostup rohit na na i think just think that he should maybe just wait and wait there for two years and then see how it goes because i think the way things are going he's got all the makings of being a pretty good manager as it has things done yeah for me uh, the career the the correct trajectory for wayne rooney in his managerial career would be to uh, to step to well to do exactly that two three years in derby turn things around get them up secure promotion uh, maybe do a year with them in the premier league if he can um, probably from there move to everton for a few years as well right uh, remember they've also shown great signs of and and they're quite a well run club as well uh, expanding now with the new stadium and so on and so forth and uh, i would love to see him come back to man united one day um probably first as an assistant manager but you know with the potential um managers that they are being developed in united in in terms of michael carrick as well right uh, who's always showed a showed a, a a strong interest in managing man united one day i wouldn't be surprised if wayne rooney would come up as assistant manager or at least managing the the youth or the reserves some stage in his career in route to something bigger at united so yeah very much looking forward to uh, to seeing his career as a, as a manager i didn't know you you hated everton so much uh, rohit you want again him to leave everton and come to united yep anything that that pokes mercy side <laughs> fuels my veins i'm sure wayne rooney will just tell them i still have my everton jammies and everton fans will forgive him <laughs> on that note guys i think this has been a very nice fantastic pod uh to the listeners out there do follow kostup rohit and sathi on twitter kostup's of course for the all the wonderful analysis he gives us and he's written a very nice blog on rooney from an interesting perspective rohit is your guy if you ever want to track flights of players coming into manchester the man has contacts everywhere <laughs> yeah And Sati has the very best of people connected with him on Twitter. So if you ever want to see the right amount of positivity around the game, and of course, somebody who will be absolutely delighted if Dayo Tupmakano and Declan Rice turn up at United, that's Sati for you. <laughs> if I got Grealish there. Great. Thank you. Yes, of course. Grealish as well. Sorry, Sati. I forgot. <laughs> on that note, guys, thanks a lot. Thanks guys. That's nice. Nice. It was nice talking to you guys. Yeah, it was nice coming on. And that's a wrap for today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We certainly enjoyed recording it. Do subscribe to our pod for lots more engaging content we've got lined up in the coming weeks. And of course, We are always always looking forward to the feedback that we get from you. Thank you.